Welcome to the Living in Destin, Fort Walton Beach, Florida podcast with your host, Tim Whittemore and Stephanie Durham with the Whittemore Group. From your morning coffee to those nighttime brewskis, they are here to tell you what it's like to eat, sleep, drink, play, work, and live on the beautiful Emerald Coast. Okay, so let's get into it. Moving to Northwest Florida. The area that we specialize here more so is going to be from the Pensacola to the Panama City Beach area, which we call the Emerald Coast. Although the Panhandle does go all the way past Tallahassee, down that way, but this is all kind of encompassing, but with an emphasis on the Emerald Coast. So number one on our list, as you might expect, is the heat. The heat and humidity, it gets hot. That combination, even though you're looking down, it's like, ah, it's 88 or 90 degrees. You add that with 90 plus degree humidity. Oh my goodness, <laughs> this gets so hot. And in, in that humidity makes a big difference. Now, it's not that bad most of the time uh, throughout the year, at least in Northwest Florida. If you're down in central Southern Florida, it's just, muggy and hot all the time but up here we only get it really really bad for probably about four months when you wake up it's 81 degrees fahrenheit and 95 degrees of 95 percent humidity out there and that's the coolest part of the day Whew. if you like the heat then you're gonna love it as a runner uh doing marathon training i do heat training as well and it's not because i have a choice <laughs> However, it does also get cold here, and cold's a relative term, of course. Us Floridians down here will consider anywhere between 45 to 55, which is what we get in the winter, uh, as cold. Now, it does have that humidity behind it, and it does feel a lot colder than it would if it was a dry 45, 55 degrees. So if you're coming from one of those places, be like, ah, it's not going to be that bad. Well, just get climbed to here, and you're going to see... Yes, it does have a little bit of a crispness to it here in our winter time. <laughs> All right, number two, we do have tropical storms. We do have the potential for hurricanes that can come through this area. Now, lucky for us, specifically where we're at, is we have a good history of storms just missing the Emerald Coast. They either shoot off to Louisiana and out that way, or they stay and hug up the central part of Florida. And that's nice for us because we really typically don't get it. And if they do, they typically slow down before they get here. And it's really not that bad. I say that as a Floridian, it's really not that bad. So what, what do us Floridians kind of freak out about when, when we start to see hurricanes coming our way? When is it that they start putting boards and stuff on the windows and start vacating? Well, up to about a category three, nobody's really freaking out. They're actually putting supplies in there, you know, filling up the bathtub, having plenty of drinking water, making sure that the generators, if you have one, uh, has some gas in it, those sort of things. And we're just going to sit out and do a little hurricane party, so to speak, and then just wait for the power to come back on if it ever even goes out. Now, once we get up to category four and five, that's when everybody's getting out of getting the heck out of here. <laughs> we did have Hurricane Michael that came through just a few years ago and did some terrible, devastating work down there to the Panama City area. And uh, <laughs> once we see those sort of things, uh, that's when we get up and go. 
but it doesn't happen that often. And of course, uh, here in housing, everything that's been built up lately has had to be up to code for certain things like hurricane clips on roofs and things of that nature to make sure that it can withstand some um, unusual winds. <laughs> okay, number three is if you're gonna be up here in Northwest Florida, there's a bit of country out here. <laughs> now, not everything's gonna be condos and beachfront and metropolis. Uh, there's really not a whole lot of, lot of that around here, actually. And because of our specific area, there's a big base called Eglin Air Force Base, which is one of the biggest military bases. And it's not the fact that the base is huge, but the area that it controls and where they go out and do different exercise is enormous. So we really don't have access to it as civilians to be able to get up and around there. Now, if you get around to the northern central part of the panhandle, you're gonna see that there's plenty of country out here. There's plenty of farms, there's lots of fields. And once you get a little bit closer to the water, you're gonna see that it's it, it kind of goes ahead and gets a little bit more commercialized, more residential, because I mean, that's what people are coming down here for. But do expect that. Number four, well, <laughs> when you do end up moving here, you're gonna feel a lot of the Florida norms that we do have here, but it's got a, just a little bit of a Southern feel to it mainly because we got Alabama and Georgia just north of us. So that really does kind of sneak its way down here. And when I say we got Florida norms, I mean, you could be going out and even as a realtor, uh, back when I had my license in New York or Ohio, you would go out typically in, in maybe nice jeans and a sports jacket and things like that. Uh, but I know other fellow realtors that go out in a t-shirt, flip-flops, and shorts and sell multi-million dollar properties. Um, that's the way that it is out here. It's, it's very, very relaxed. It's got that beach atmosphere to it. And because of the, the Southern influence and, of course, the military influence around this area, people are super respectful, very kind, formal, sort of in its own Floridian way, <laughs> but it's, it's a really nice and unique place to be. Number five, the home prices are gonna be a little bit higher than the national average. Now, currently, as of the date of this video in 2021, our housing market started to go up quite a bit, but the national average was around 270,500. Now, it was across the continental United States. Here in Florida, it's gonna be significantly higher. Now, if you're looking for, we'll just pick somewhere in the middle, like Fort Walton Beach. Uh, Fort Walton Beach average for a single family home or rather median was around $280,000. Now, if you move up a little bit further north towards Crestview and Baker, you're gonna see that go down probably about 30 to 50,000 for the median price. Now, the farther you get away from things, the lower that price point's going to be, but expect as you get to more affluent areas that, that things are going to be up and they're just going to be more than the average because there's a higher demand for people moving here, especially in 2021 as politics have been driving people here to the Sunshine State and uh, all sorts of other regulations have had people flooding into the state and we're happy to have them. <laughs> okay, moving on. Number six was the cost of living. Well, it's a bit higher as well. This is a tourist town. There's not a whole lot of, 
of land really for people to get in here. And because of that, because of the high demand, it does drive your cost of living. Now, if you check out our channel, we have tons of cost of living for all different places from Destin to Miramar, Fort Walton Beach, Navarre. Check out those videos to figure out the specifics for that area. But if you look on places like areavibes.com, niche.com, anything like that, you'll find what the current cost of living is. Now, I want you to be wary of that, mainly because the cost of living that they have is going to be based upon the average price point for homes in that specific area. That does not get updated as much as you would like it to. So it's probably about six months behind. So it doesn't quite give that full picture. So definitely ask your uh, local real estate agent if you are considering moving to this area and ask them what the average home price is so you can get a really good look at what that average cost of living is. However, if you do look at it, it's on a scale from one to 100, where 100 is where the, the median is and if it goes a little bit above or below, so I guess it's not quite up to 100. Anyway, <laughs> this area is anywhere between 10 to 20 points above what that national average is, depending on where you're moving to specifically. So anticipate that. Number seven, there's a lot of tourism. People love to come here. And because of that, people will want to move here to live where they vacation. <laughs> so, there's a ton of tourism. It's, it's a very big money maker in our area. And we have people flock down here during the spring to just about when school starts in the fall and a little bit after that. Uh, those are going to be the big tourist times that people are going to be coming in. And it's really, really good for our economy down here. But expect that you are going to be sharing the area with people trying to escape their normal day to day lives. <laughs> Number eight. Traffic can be a little bit rough. Now, it's not just because of the vacationers. Obviously, the congestion will start because of that. But we locals here, we, we get it. We know when that's going to happen. But we're also trying to mitigate that. And the local municipalities have been doing a lot of road construction, which, of course, backs that up even more. And as soon as they're done with that road construction, they just go on to building something else. So it seems like it just forever is going on. So vacationers, constructions, and here's just the thing. It's just the way that this area is, is really laid out is that there's big bodies of water. Now, if you could go and get on a boat and then hop one way, it'd probably take you really no time to get somewhere. However, that's not necessarily an option. So you're gonna have to drive around bays. You're gonna have to go certain places where there's only one or two roads to get to somewhere. Because of that, that adds to that amount of traffic. So just be wary of that. Number nine, well, there's tons of things to do because people are here all the time to vacation. So you get to enjoy that. There's gonna be great restaurants, tons of activity. Of course, the gorgeous, gorgeous beaches that we do have out here, the emerald color, color water that we have uh, during most of the season, boating. There's just so much to do here and you don't have to travel far to do it. Number 10, politics, as we meant or we had mentioned before, are a bit more conservative, at least at the moment here in 2021. And it has actually been that way for quite some time. Now, for the other things that I mentioned before, the military bases, there's a lot of retirees and people that have separated the military, just like myself. And having that kind of Southern influence makes a lot of people very respectful. 
so it's not in your face <laughs> so much, uh, but do expect that there are a lot of conservative values that are in the panhandle of Florida. But people are gonna be very respectful. For the most part, you always have those ones or twos <laughs> that will just go nuts on, on both sides, I'm sure. Uh, but for the most part, they're going to be fine. Some examples of that is even with the mask mandates that we did have with COVID-19, a lot of businesses and just people in general just weren't wearing them. And uh, as far as getting the, the vaccines and things like that, uh, there were a lot more uh, kind of uh, pro choosing which one that you want to do. So just anticipate that moving here. Number 11, it's not quite <laughs> island time, but be prepared to wait when you go to places. If you've been to any of like the islands or, or vacation certain places where you're like, I ordered a sandwich and it's been an hour, like what's going on here? And especially somebody like myself that has a, that grew up in upstate New York, like everything was like this minute had to happen. But here, and it's not quite that bad, but do anticipate that people are kind of taking their time, a little bit more moseying uh, in certain places. So be prepared to be patient if you can handle it. <laughs> All right, the last thing that I do have for you, number 12, I told you to wait, it's gonna be worth it, is the sand. Yes, everything here is built on a certain layer of sand and it gets everywhere right so it get tracks into your shoes tracks into the house it gets in the vehicle it gets in your clothes it gets in absolutely everything that very fine white sand that we do have here is everywhere so when you consider purchasing a home or deciding to rent somewhere try to get some place that doesn't necessarily have a whole lot of carpet because that's going to track it in there same thing when i look at condos try to get something that's not going to withstand and keep all that stuff and of course with the humidity it doesn't make it that much better so make sure and understand that you're going to be living around just a whole bunch of sand and if you're a kind of ocd or a neat freak uh, you may want to invest in one of them uh, little robot vac vacuums that might just help keep your sanity <laughs> That's all we got for today. To learn more about Destin, Fort Walton Beach, Florida, make sure to hit that subscribe button and please leave us a review. Also, make sure you check them out and subscribe to their YouTube channel, Living in Destin, Fort Walton Beach, Florida. And make sure to follow them on Facebook and Instagram. If you are thinking about moving, relocating, or investing in Destin, Fort Walton Beach, or anywhere between Pensacola and Panama City Beach, Make sure to give them a call, send them a text or email because they have your back when moving to the Emerald Coast of Florida.